I'm Ebony K. Williams, your attorney at law and host. Welcome to Holding Court, where we analyze the very latest legal headlines everybody's already talking about. We dig into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down for you, and we go straight from gavel to your news feed. And I promise you this, y'all, every single week, we're going to keep it a buck, keep it 100. Right, Dustin Ross? That's right, Ebony. Let's go ahead and hold court. Let's do it. Dustin Ross, top of the morning to you, my dear brother. Good morning, my love. How you feeling, E? You know, you know, I'm gonna claim this to be a victorious, glorious day. How about uh, you, my yes. dear? Yes, I'm. I'm going to hatch, uh, latch myself onto your coattails, and and I too <laughs> am going to yeah. claim it that. So yeah, I, I think that's the the right way to roll this week. Yeah, we're gonna start with that. Um, want to get straight to it today because we have uh, a a really packed docket and some really good important shit I want us to unpack, and I want to start with one that hits close to home to me, Dustin. Um, and I know it's been all over my timeline and I'm sure, I know we have a lot of mutual friends, so I know you've been mm-hmm, seeing the, mm-hmm. the shits too. Um, and basically it's a lot of people rightly all in our feelings because of what's going on at my dear alma mater, UNC yeah. Chapel Hill, man, listen, I'm real disappointed in my, uh, in my university, Dustin, we got this little hashtag we, we use, you know, normally around sports and anything else, Tar Heel pride related. And it's, it's good day to be a Tar Heel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Right now, it's a bad fucking day to be a Tar Heel. Uh-oh, Ebony. And I've never said that before. And if you Uh-oh. if you know anything about us rabid Tar Heel fans and alums, don't say shit about our school. But no. I gotta I gotta talk big shit about our school, Dustin. Um because they fucking up and they're doing they're doing our people dirty, and they're doing a young lady by the name of Nicole Hannah Jones particularly dirty. Um, those of you not familiar with Nicole Hannah-Jones, you you probably are. You just don't know it. Um, she's a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist. She's a MacArthur Genius Grant recipient. Um, I'd be here all day and night listing off this woman's accolades. Uh, well accomplished. Extremely. Uh, and of course, uh, making you know national, international news in the past few years around her work, conceptualizing and being a leading journalist on the 1619 Project, mm. right? 1619 Project, uh, published by the New York Times. And essentially, Dustin, you know, the project reframes, asks us to reframe and reconsider what we think of when we think of the founding of America. Because, you know, we were all taught in the school books right. that the founding of America was, you know, the the white settlers and the uh, the founding fathers and all this bullshit, uh, you know, the lies, the lies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and actually Nicole challenges us to really be more honest and say, it's actually the arrival of the first enslaved Africans to American soil, which occurred in 1619. Mm-hmm. That gives us the truest founding of our nation. And as you might imagine, Dustin Ross some white folks, uh, and other folks in general that are just, on the bullshit are mad about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they do not want, they do not want a reconsideration of factual uh, truth telling as to the truest nature of our nation. And I'm right. going to get to that in a minute because that is rooted to me in two things in a vile, uh, vicious, uh, malicious nature. And it's also rooted in just the most uh, overt sense of ignorance and yes, possible deniability, yes. right? That one can consider. Yes, Ebony, the most overt sense of ignorance. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
back to Nicole for a second. So Nicole, like I said, she's this brilliant, brilliant, brilliant journalist. She uh, is also an alum of UNC. Uh, she got her master's from UNC uh, okay. in journalism from the journalism school. So the journalism school, game recognizing game. This woman is a genius, as designated so in her community and in her profession. Right. And we want to offer her the opportunity to come and teach at our esteemed university. And we want to offer her the night uh, chair in the School of Journalism, the Hussman mm. School of Journalism at UNC, where she will be the chair of race and investigative journalism. Uh, and that is a tenured position. Y'all, this Keyword. is what this whole story comes down to, right? That is a tenured position. Tenure, of course, meaning uh, lifetime protection in your role as a professor at the university. Why mm -hmm. do they tenure? Because I, I used to always wonder that, D, it's like, damn, I ain't never heard of like hardly nothing else except right. for like federal judiciary appointments where it's right. like, you, know, right. you set for life. Well, it's done this way because, you know, when you are a professor at, at, at the highest level of academic institution, you should be a champion and on the vanguard, on the front lines of free thinking, exchange of ideas and thought. Absolutely. And we know sometimes that exchange can get contentious. People mm -hmm. disagree. People have an issue. And so the tenure is to protect the constant evolutionary flow of free thought and engagement so that if and when you approach a thought uh, a school of thought or an ideology or put something out into the universe for learning purposes that is met with uh, conflict or met with uh, controversy, mm -hmm. you don't have to lose your job for it. Right. That is the point of tenure protection. Now, a couple facts for y'all. Every single other night chair, which is what this position is, was granted that tenure. Every last one of them. Oh, guess what else they had in common, Dustin? Let me guess. They were all white. Sounds about white. Right. Mm. They were all white. Uh, Nicole Hannah-Jones will be the first in this position. So this is what's crazy. Because, you know, uh, all those black alums, we in the group chats. The group chat is lit. We got some action plans going on. I'm going to tell you about that in a minute. Okay. But we're all like, what the fuck? Like, because everything, if you read through this policy watch piece that really articulates what went down, the young lady was vetted thoroughly. On a tenure process, so that means they 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 getting blood samples, they mm -hmm. getting credit scores, they mm -hmm. getting every single thing all up in your shit, okay, to make sure that you are properly vetted and qualified for the tenure track. Dustin, the woman passed that vetting with flying colors. Uh, I believe the statement from the the dean of the school of journalism was her tenure process evaluation was as as excellent as I've ever seen one. As excellent wow. as I've ever seen one, okay? This is from the dean of the journalism school, the Hussman School. This is from uh, all of the faculty uh, who were also considered uh, and asked for evaluation input. With flying colors, she passed every threshold. Yeah. Then here she comes up against this board of trustees. Ain't this a bitch? The UNC board of trustees decides to fly in the face of precedent, do something completely unconventional, and shocking, and that is deny this tenure request made at the behest of the department's chair and its faculty. Everybody's pissed. Everybody's pissed. As they should be. Um, this sounds like some of that residual Trumpism bullshit to me. Mm -hmm. um, somebody just being contrarian for the sake of. 
um, and going against the grain for the sake of, and in this case, uh, unfortunately, um, her tenure was mm-hmm. was what the what fell victim to this, and it's just unfair. How are they going to get away with this, Ebony? Because it, if she passed, I guess you know what she did pass with flying colors, but the problem is the color was black. Woo! Okay, and that's what they didn't like. So, so how are they going to get away? How how can they get away with just this blatant, you know, egregious um, offense? How can they get away with this, Ebony? This is this is a hot mess. So, a couple things are going down here. So, they denied it. It is up to them. You know, I had to look at this board of trustees. It's made mm-hmm. up of twelve indivi- thirteen individuals. Excuse me. Uh, they white as hell. They old as hell. They're all mm-hmm. white men, with the exception is one sister. And I just looked her ass up. I'm gonna email her after the show. She is also a soror, okay? She's also a fellow Pogue scholar. She attended the university with her bachelor's degree on the same full academic merit scholarship that I did. So I'm I'm going to lean on all the connections. Yeah, that's right, and get to the bottom of this shit. Because they can't can't just just get away with this. They can't just deny her. It's terrible. So, and deny her, but also deny all of the students, all of the students that would uh, undoubtedly be blessed with this woman's level of journalistic experience and greatly benefit, you know, and and not that they all have to agree with her teachings or her, her, her work, but, but be challenged by it, Mm -hmm. you know, expand the mind. I can't tell you, Dustin, how my four years on this campus at UNC Chapel Hill in so many ways Mm -hmm. shaped my ability to go out into the world and be unafraid of intellectual curiosity and question and truth seeking and fact finding and just show up in spaces with the confidence to know that I know, you know, the shit college is supposed to do. The shit college is supposed to do for a person. And when you start doing bullshit, like what this UNC current board of trustees is doing, Dustin Ross, it sends a chilling effect, not just to this individual uh, journalist here, Nicole Hannah Jones, but to other thought leaders that are saying, well, if UNC is on some bullshit like that, if there's going to be a political litmus test that says I have to appease the notions of every conservative that makes up the majority of the leadership of the board of trustees, then fuck it. I'm not even going to put myself under scrutiny like that. And let's be clear. We don't know what Nicole Jones uh, is going to do because what the, 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 the chancellor of the university uh, is outraged as well because he also put his full support behind the tenureship of Nicole Hannah Jones and her occupying this space. Uh, he's outraged. Then you have the Dean, a white woman outraged. The Dean is a white man, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you have all of the faculty of the Hussman school of journalism, because they're not only mad Dustin, that this is against this particular woman. They're like, damn, you, that really means you don't give a fuck what we think. Either. Literally. Literally. Literally, it's a slap in the face. Let me ask you a question, Ebony. Yeah. Are these seats on the board of trustees, are those seats tenured as well? Because if they're not, no, protected, they're not. let's toss their asses out of here. Listen. Since that's what listen. the problem is. Let's get some new trustees. You know, that's exactly what I was thinking. So I was corresponding with my dear friend um, and fellow, a proud UNC alum, Eugene Scott, brother Eugene Scott, mm-hmm. a prolific journalist for the Washington Post. And I said, yo, Eugene. Who the fuck is on this board of trustees? Gene said, I got you, sis. He sent me the link to the membership. I said, yeah, how the fuck? They're, they're mm-hmm. not tenured. Not only are they not tenured, Dustin, their terms are relatively short. And they have to be either reappointed. So eight of the 13 slots are appointed by what's called the UNC Board of Governors. Okay, so mm-hmm. that oversees the whole UNC system. Not to get in the weeds. 
Four yeah. others, four other seats. So that's eight appointed by the UNC Board of Governors. Mm-hmm. Four other seats are appointed by, guess what? The North Carolina General Assembly. That's the local legislature. And because it is GOP controlled uh. heavily, guess where those people are on the political ideology spectrum? Damn See? It. See, this is all goes back to politics. And then the one remaining seat, because that's 12 seats, the one remaining seat is always occupied by the current student body president. Right now, that's a brother uh, a young brother by the first name of Lamar. Um, okay. But he's already wrote um, a, a public letter asking for the immediate reversal of this bullshit ass, racist ass, white supremacist ass decision and saying that absent the trustees reversing it, it means they do not care about the will of the student body. Yeah, I smell um, the stench of Republican politics all over. That's this. what this is. I smell it, it really all is. over this, Ebony. It really is. And I and I and you would I mean, we're we're pragmatists here on holding court. So we I can't even say that, but I'm like, well, you hate to think. <laughs> no, of course we think. Of right, course we right. of course we know. Right. We know. We know what it is. And we um you know, and it's not just us thinking it. I actually just, you know, this morning as I was drinking my delicious cup of French brew coffee, mm-hmm. uh, ran across this study, this is, this is, these are the numbers. So there was a recent poll D where they asked about 2000 individuals, just, you know, random assessment. And they were surveyed very recently, uh, just here in May of 2021. Yeah. And they were asked three questions. I'm going to break them down. The first is our country has made the changes needed to give black Americans equal rights with white Americans. Guess how 6% of black people agree with that. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. 94 of us said, get the fuck out of here. Oh my God. Then you had, uh, of white people, 88% of white Democrats said, get the fuck out of here. But 79% of white Republicans said, of course they have, of course their, their, their rights are equal to white Americans. 79%, 79%. So that kind of lets you know the thinking of the average white Republican. Yeah. So, and because this board of trustees, I'm telling you, it's 13 members, one black woman, one black student member, one white woman, and the rest, the entire rest of the board of trustees, Dustin, not only white, not only male, I'm not kidding. The average age, go look, I'm going to send you the link so you can look at the website. The mm. average age of these motherfuckers is a thousand and two. Wow. It's a thousand and two. <laughs> okay. It's terrible. It's Man, terrible. it sounds like it. It sounds like some, this sounds like a decision that was ego driven mm-hmm. um, and just, just done for the sake of doing it. So justice well, for her. It, it, it is justice for her. So speaking of justice for her, what does that look like? Okay. So it, it looks like a couple things. Obviously, uh, we need this shit overturned. In the meantime, which is a lot of what we talk about on this show, right. the university has smartly, you know, it's, it's, it's the best of a po- it's the best of horrible options. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, figured out a, con- a a temporary workaround. The temporary workaround is this: uh, you got to get this board of trustees approval for tenure, but you don't need them for other position uh, approvals. So the School of Journalism is saying we're just going to give her a static five-year contract to teach in the school of journalism still in the night chair 
But unlike her predecessors, she will not start off with tenure. She will be reevaluated for tenure after five years. Kiss my ass. What do you oh. mean reevaluated I- for tenure after? There's no secondary review. That's not how being tenured works. I know. I this know. This is awful. This is awful. It's terrible. You know what? It's it's awful because of this. Because if I'm Nicole Hannah-Jones, I kind of want to say kiss my ass, UNC. That's yeah, what I want to say. I, 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 right? I was about to say, I wouldn't even want to do it no more. I Shit. know. But then the problem is two problems with that. In addition to the school, the students being deprived of this brilliant uh, education is so important what she's yes. teaching in her work. In addition to that, that's kind of like the the altruistic element. No, mm-hmm. it's also what these white supremacist motherfuckers want. Yeah, it's her. That's what she, to get it's out of her here to be off. Right, right. This is some straight up nineteen fifty one. You know, bullshit. civil rights era bullshit. Some whites only burning shit. Yeah, Mississippi burning. That's exactly what this shit. is in twenty twenty one. They're literally trying to run this woman who is speaking p- truth to power, who is just asking America, Dustin. It's a simple thing this woman is talking about. And I she's provoking this, thought. She's provoking thought and asking for the most basic reconsideration of, of ridding ourselves as a nation yeah. of the horrific lie of the bedtime story uh, that has been told to us is truly the founding of this country, which is this notion of equality for all. It's a noble American ideal and promise. And and who among us doesn't look forward to the day where America lives up to it? Of course we do. This is our country as much as it's anybody's. But in the meantime, we have to tell the truth about who we are. You know, and this goes back, Dustin, to even this bullshit cop sore Kamala Harris was talking about recently. And this bullshit, um, who the hell is said that dumb shit? Uh, was it uh um, Tim I know Scott? Exactly. Yes, Tim yes, Scott, dumb yes. Ass. Yep. His dumb ass. And my good sore sounding dumb as hell. Yep. Talking about America is it's not, not a, racist a racist country. country yeah. Of course it's a racist country. The question, Dustin <sighs> Ross, is does it have to be? Thank you. Does it have to continue being one? And if we can't even pose the fucking question right, we'll never get the answer right. That's right. This is wrong. So I'm I'm very interested. As, as you say, we're going to follow this. We're going to follow this. So yeah. all of our little black, not little, it's a lot of us. But, um, you know, we're trying to get our little dollars together. Mm-hmm. And we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're buying um, um, a massive ad buy in the, the local newspaper uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, the News and Observer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to actually be 1,619 of us to obviously I love this. correlate. 1,619, yes. 1,619 uh, to talk about our displeasure with our esteemed university mm-hmm. um, by really, you know, spitting in the face of all of us that have supported this university, that comprise the greatness of this university. Yeah. And, and it also flies in the face. And I have to acknowledge this. And I'm so glad uh, our beloved producer, Ashley Hobbs, went went Shout went into the archives. Yes. yes. Ashley went to the archives, baby. Yeah. Uh, the reality is UNC uh, is the first public university uh in america okay so we have a specific obligation to the people we are the people's university at our core and they they teach you about this shit they indoctrinate you in this shit and it is part of the reason that public service is so uh critical to my nature you know it's like we go to school to give back that's the whole point of being a unc graduate to be a person for the people well, guess what? People built our university, like a lot of institutions and like the White House and like mm. so many things. 
we, of course, were built literally brick by brick by the hands of enslaved Africans. Okay. Yeah. Enslaved Africans built UNC from the ground up in 1793. And enslaved Africans continued to maintain the facilities. Who you think was running that shit? Exactly. All the way up until emancipation in 1865. Uh, and, and, and let me tell you again how this sneaky ass, uh, like you said, Dustin, uh, Republican control politics of North Carolina always pulls this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, UNC was in the news and we were all holding our breath as black alums like, oh shit, what we going to do? 2018, we had a Confederate uh, statue on our campus called Silent Sam. I had to see this shit every day, Dustin. I remember. Every I day. I remember hearing about this. Yes, because um, the protesters finally toppled mm-hmm. the statue and then it was an issue of, is it going to go back up? Where's it going to go? Well, well, then Chancellor of the University, Carol L. Foyt, Fault, excuse me, white woman, uh, she used her position, her platform, to actually offer a formal apology around the UNC's history, our school's history, and complicitness with the enslavement of the African people. She said this, Dustin. She says, I offer our university's deepest apology for the profound injustices of slavery our full acknowledgement of the strength of enslaved peoples in the face of their suffering and our respect and indebtedness to them. She goes on to say that UNC has a unique place in America's history as our nation's oldest public university, mm-hmm. saying specifically, our apology must lead to purposeful action. Come on. Purposeful she talking, she action. Talking the right shit. And it has to build upon the great efforts and sacrifices of so many across the years who fought so hard for what we value at Carolina today. And Dustin, I want you to take a guess. I want you to take a guess as to what happened to Chancellor Carroll. (laughs) They got rid of her ass so quick. They got her ass out there so quick. She was talking too right. She was talking too right. She was talking too right. Mm -hmm. And they got her ass out. And damn. that's a damn shame. So I just, you know, you know, we talking about voting a lot on this show. This is why, y'all, yeah, yeah. it's not just about the White House. It's nope. not just about the mayor. It's about this shit right here. There is a Republican control House of Representatives. It's called the General Assembly in North Carolina that is responsible for this shit. It's responsible, directly fucking responsible. Y'all, I'm really getting upset and hurt because if we can't call a thing a thing, a thing will never fucking change. That's it, Ebony, right there. And they are aggressively and effectively thus far shutting down truth telling about our very country. Yeah. And the history of our very people, and not just the history, because Chancellor Carroll was talking real right because she right. didn't just stop at the apology and the acknowledgement. She said it must lead to meaningful action and change. Keyword and that's the part action. they don't want. Yeah. That's what they don't want. They I think Dustin, all this six seventy-nine fucking white Republicans that say America's all good now. I think if we if they felt they could acknowledge the horrific wrongdoing of enslaving a fucking people for the sake of building up the wealth and generational <laughs> wealth of their people that part. and not have to do anything about it, they might be okay with this shit. It's the knowing that by the acknowledgement will then require you to do better. Uh, my Angelou says, when you know better, you have to do yep. better. Yep. So the, so the answer for them D is to simply 
pretend not to know better. Because if you continue to deny it and you continue to repress it and you continue to gaslight, I mean, this is the most gaslit shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. You know, it's the same reason why it's a segment of Karen's right now trolling me on social media. Mm. They are mad at the simple mentioning of whiteness and blackness and the acknowledgement of cultural distinction that presents both challenge and opportunity today. Acknowledge it, recognize it, and deal with it. And and they're going to be forced to do that more often than not. Because things are moving forward, okay? Whether these white, these old, antiquated, half-dead-ass white people want them to or not. Things are moving forward. And, and bitch, what you did was you didn't woke up the sleeping uh, lion because yep. now people are going to demand that these processes are changed. That's Motherfuckers, it. Because now, yes, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be on the board of trustees. You That's think I'm it. playing? That's it. I'm and not playing, playing at all. They're going, they're, going to, they're going to change the way that, yeah. that these professors are tenured at these universities because yeah. we can't, allow, we, we can't uh, allow ourselves, excuse me, to be in this position again every single time yeah. just because they get the feeling. They decide to, you know, revoke this from someone. This is wrong. So No, no, you're right. They bought a brick spotlight to their ass. Dummies. And now I'm trying to be on the board. I'm trying to get all my fellow alums on the board. This That's board right. cannot look like this. Let's campaign. Let's get this shit overturned. That's Right. Let's go. Um, and also, uh, hey, during, give me the paper, Ebony. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put my name in the hat. Shit. Put, put, yeah, put that on. <laughs> listen, y'all better vote. We're gonna be knocking on doors, Dustin. Vote, vote like, for us. Vote for us. Canvas. Vote for us. Holding yeah. court. Holding court. <laughs> um, no, for real though. And also, Jules, I want to encourage y'all to pre-order Nicole Hannah Jones's book. Yes. 1619. It is on Amazon and anywhere you buy your books right now for pre-order. Uh, go on and do that. Go on and yep. show her love and show her support. Um, and, and play day, sixteen nineteen in the number today. And too, put sixteen. Yeah. yeah. Go on and play that sixteen. <laughs> go on 19. and play that. Go on and play that, y'all. And matter of fact, yeah, play it on the Powerball too. Sixteen That's right. nineteen. Sixteen nineteen. That's right. I can't stand you, Dustin. There's something wrong with you, brother. And I love you for it. Um, and one day I'm gonna tell y'all a story about uh-huh. me and Nicole Hannah Jones. Mm. Um, one day I'm gonna tell y'all a story about it. And I think it's a lesson in it. Um, it's a good well, story. I can't it's a good wait story. to hear it. It's a good story. Um, now, with that, we're going to take a break. We're going to pay some bills. Y'all go ahead and play that number like Dustin told y'all to do. <laughs> and we're going to come back with some more Hold the Code after this. It would not have paid for us to be around during the... Um, Bumpy Johnson days. Oh my you know? God. Are you oh crazy? My God. Oh my God. <laughs> Dustin, I can see you with a stocking cap and a cigarette hanging out. You already out your know lip. the fucking vibes. Yeah. You know the vibes. You yep. already know what I would have yep. been on, Ebony. Yep, yep. Oh Completely. Lord, have mercy. And me too. I would have been sitting on my stoop yep. just talking yep. shit. Yep. Drinking right some there. lick out of a brown As paper bag. We should have, right? And a house coat. What That's you know right. about a house coat? A house coat. Not a robe. A no, no, house no. Coat. A house coat. A I need duster. to get me a house coat. Yeah, a house coat. That's I right. Need, I'm gonna go on Amazon after we wrap and get me a house coat because it's too hot for this hot ass robe I got on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. Anyways, y'all, welcome back to Hold a Court. I don't know what that was, but um, talking shit. Good times. Okay. Good times. Uh, y'all, welcome back to Court. Uh, holding Court. We uh, speaking of problematic shit, mm-hmm. uh, as we left off with the bullshit UNC is doing. Chrissy Teigen has been dropped by. Bloomingdale's parent company, Macy's and Target, because, right. you know, she 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 was a social media star. She wrote a cookbook. It was a huge bestseller. And then she has this, you know, really profitable line 
of cookware that mm-hmm. was in all of these major retailers. And apparently, D, she was about to sign another contract with Bloomingdale's to do like a you know one of those live in-store activations yeah. and and where you selling the books and you taking the pictures and you know mm-hmm. all of that shit. And child Bloomingdale said, uh, "Hold the phone, hold the phone." <laughs> okay, <laughs> Bloomingdale pulled the plug on that just last week. Once this most recent controversy came out. And the recent controversy is this. According to the Daily Beast, Courtney Stodden, they are a non-binary actress uh, who rose to fame and celebrity when they were 16, married to 51-year-old actor Doug Hitchinson. I didn't know who the hell he was, but I do remember Courtney Stodden. Uh, Mm -hmm. They were, you know, uh, beautiful blonde all over the place. And this is the image that you see. Well, apparently yes. back in the day, in, in the heyday of their fame, Courtney's mm-hmm. fame, Tegan was just trolling the shit out of them. Literally saying, I hate you. This was on Twitter and DMs and public comments and direct message comments. I hate you. My Friday fantasy, you dirt nap and go to sleep forever. Terrible. Uh, Courtney Stodden has said that uh, Chrissy Teigen privately DM'd them, telling them to kill themselves. Kill themselves. Terrible, 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 terrible. So this is all came out. So y'all get the gist. Chrissy Teigen was talking shit, uh, telling them, Courtney, to to kill themselves and just making, you know, their life a living hell, clearly, okay? Wishing death to them, Courtney. Tegan then came out with this as a, I guess, apology. Not a lot of people are lucky enough to be held accountable for all their past bullshit in front of the entire world. Now, I don't know if that was sarcasm or what, bitch, but this ain't the time to be funny. Anyway, I'm mortified and sad at who I used to be. I was an insecure, attention-seeking troll. I am ashamed and completely embarrassed in my behavior, but that is nothing compared to how I make Courtney feel. I'm so sorry, Courtney. I hope you can heal now knowing how deeply sorry I am. And while that may sound cute or it may not, depending on your perspective. So Chrissy said, I'm sorry, uh, Dustin, Courtney said, mm-hmm. Chrissy Teigen ain't reach out to, to, to them. Okay. So somebody's lying here, Dustin. Um, what do you think about all of this ridiculousness? Okay. I don't know if I'm in the minority here. But what got my attention is the fact that Courtney was 16 and they were married Mm. to a Mm 51-year-old. So why the fuck are we wasting our time talking about an insult gone bad, okay? Mm -hmm. Trolling gone bad. When Courtney was married at 16 to a goddamn 51-year-old man. Makes, which makes him a pedophile, in my uh, opinion. And, and according to the law, right? Yes, yes. So, yeah, that's statutory, so, at least statutory. Yeah. So why is this? Why is the the sensationalized part of this story the fact that Chrissy Teigen was talking shit? How many years ago was this? Ten years ago. Ten, because yes, Courtney's twenty six now. Yeah, yes. Chrissy was talking shit to them, t- you know, ten years ago, mm-hmm. and so now Chrissy's losing all these deals. I don't get it. I don't see it. I'm sorry. I understand the. Um, the the gravity and the weight of internet bullying and how how it can drive a person to you know suicide you know to be quite frank so i get that but come the fuck on if we're gonna give attention where it's deserved in this story 
I think that's where it belongs. Well, you know, it's interesting, D. I, I, I see what you're saying. And I, listen, I think that's why Courtney became famous. Because what else? I don't know no songs I don't, yeah, they I put never, out or anything like yeah, that. I don't I, I don't know about the Courtney music. Bob. Yeah, know. exactly. So I think the celebrity was, which is kind of sick that our society creates celebrity around uh, pedophilia, that they were married at 16 to this old ass man. Uh, and it was so sensational, right? Uh, the issue I have with Chrissy Teigen, I'm just going to be honest, I find Chrissy Teigen annoying as fuck. Okay. That is me. That's, yeah, just that's me. fair. Yeah. That's just yeah. me anyway. So I'm putting that out there to say that colors my perspective on this story. Right. So, because I came into it like, what did her annoying fucking ass do now? And I find her commentary to just be whack. Just, yeah. Stay all empty, empty. Yeah. And so part of me was like, well, what Malcolm say? <laughs> Sound like the chickens coming home to roost. <laughs> yeah. I'm honest with you. That's really how I felt about it. Yeah. You know, you know, ma'am, you became to me an inflated, overly popular, without much reason celebrity with a lot of, you know, visibility and financial success. Absolutely. Uh, which I'm not going to knock your hustle. Ain't my cup of tea, but clearly it's many other people's. Right. We're not you, haters. But you did it off the strength of your social media presence. Mm -hmm. So now that that very social media presence is coming back to bite you in the ass, yeah. you live by it, you got to die by it. That's mm -hmm. really my thought on it. So I'm not crying any tears. I wouldn't buy this shit. No way. And, you know, it is what it is. And I'm <laughs> I'm not mad. See, a lot of people are mad. Wait, though, wait, Ebony, Ebony. Wait, what, what, what? you say? You wasn't buying the shit, though. No. I wasn't. <laughs> no. I don't want no goddamn Chrissy. It pots. wasn't. It wasn't up to my standards. <laughs> no, okay? it was not. Okay. Listen, <laughs> don't even go in my fucking kitchen. Listen. Ebony said, I'm I wasn't like, buying the shit, no. <laughs> I, I, I have simple tastes, honey. The best. Okay, exactly. The best. Let's clear that up real quick. That ain't the best. To oh, me. Chrissy. Well, um, you know what? But, Watch your mouth. Know. Be careful. You That's what I'm, I'm going to say. But no, so this is the this is the other part of the controversy, which is going to get us into the next docket story, right? Doesn't a lot of people are like, it's not really about Chrissy Teigen. They just see this as more cancel, cancel culture. culture. Yes. And why why should something she said 10 years ago um infect her dollar today? She shouldn't have to lose her job in contracts. Naturally, I don't, I don't have no sympathy for none of these motherfuckers getting canceled. Because here's the thing. All of these are private companies. They so are. if I'm Macy's or I'm Bloomingdale's or I'm Target, I could wake up today and say, I don't like that, that Dustin Ross likes orange high C as opposed to cherry high C. That's right. And, and cancel you just on that. So cancel. people need to just like get out of the, I think, people need to get out of this expectation that private companies don't get to decide if they want to fuck with you or if they don't want to fuck with you. You're I not agree. entitled to that. Nobody's entitled to a Bloomingdale's contract. I agree, Ebony, 100%. I agree. So, yeah, so the same reason they're paying you because today association and alignment and visibility with you gives them money. If they feel tomorrow it takes money out of their pocket, that's their of right. course, they're, that's their right and, and well within it. And yep. well within it, so... Bye, Chrissy. And your, <laughs> and your pocket ass pot. Right. <laughs> you know, anyway. Next. <laughs> Speaking of stinking ass, no, just yes, kidding. Yes. I, really, I really need my house coat off for this show today. This is a mess. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and speaking of stupid ass, ignorant ass white Republicans, mm. those specific kind, to be clear, uh, Rick Santorum, 
Rick Santorum has been fired by CNN. Uh, and I don't like the headlines because most of the headlines are saying that Rick Santorum leaves CNN. He didn't fucking leave. He got fired. His contract got terminated. Right. Early. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Um, after those ridiculous, ignorant, white ass. supremacist ass statements yes. right, that he made uh, recently about Native Americans. Back the in April. So damn dumb. And again, is this, and with Rick Santorum, he is one of the dumber white Republicans. Oh. So um, he probably really did believe this dumb shit he was yeah. saying. Uh, and or pushing that narrative, that fake ass American fairy tale to reinforce a white supremacist order that many whites are desperate to uphold today. And that's what it is. Right and that there. part. Right. That's what it is. So this is what his stupid ass said. This was in front of a conservative youth group. But he, of course, was on camera because there's a camera everywhere. Uh, he says, we birthed a nation from nothing. I mean, there was nothing here. I mean, yes, we have Native Americans, but candidly. There isn't much Native American culture in American culture. My mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. My what? God. A dumb ass right there. Of course, the Native American Journalists Association rightly spoke out saying this. By effectively dismissing the millennia-long presence of Native Americans and the genocide inflicted on them as the Christian settlers transformed and expanded their colonies into the United States of America, Rick Santorum angered many within the Native American community and beyond. Okay, so now that happened. Mm. CNN benched him for a week. Uh, I'm going to break down the inside baseball of this for a minute because, you know, I have been a paid contributor at both HLN, CNN, and at Fox News. That's okay, right. so I'm going to tell you how this shit goes. That's right. So when you say something uh, on air or in the public sphere, which this wasn't on their network, but it was in the public sphere. Yes. And you represent the network, which he does, because he's a paid contributor for CNN. Mm -hmm. They then get to evaluate everything about you. That so they decided yeah. that relation, just what we just said with Chrissy. Mm -hmm. Are you are you adding to our bottom line? Are you bringing viewers to us? Or are you making people turn the channel? Thus, decreasing our average or in their case really more importantly even than the ratings people don't know this are you making advertisers want to spend more to put their ads on our network or are you making them pull their support right and making our ad revenue decrease okay because that's really what got a lot of people fucked up over at fox news it wasn't even the ratings because them you know crazy motherfuckers still gonna watch it it was advertisers saying I will not be associated with the crazy that is Lou Dobbs. I will not be associated with the crazy that is O'Reilly or this or that or whatever. All right. So Rick Santorum, they bench his ass for a week. Then he goes on Chris Cuomo's primetime show, Cuomo primetime. I guess this was supposed to be his mayor Copa. I don't know what the fuck, Dustin. He sounded like he made the shit worse. He said, I was talking about, and I misspoke in this respect. I was talking about the founding, you know, and the principles and No, we don't founding. know. <laughs> I would never, you know, uh, people have said, oh, I'm trying to dismiss what we did to the Native Americans. Far from it. The way we treated Native Americans was horrific. It goes against every bone, everything I've fought for as a leader in the Congress. Apparently CNN didn't like it. Nobody in the building liked it. Uh, and they said, ultimately he was terminated. His contract was terminated. He did not apologize in that stupid ass remark right. that he gave on Cuomo. Uh, and it wasn't well received by the leadership. Um, they ultimately decided. Yeah. So apparently leadership wasn't particularly satisfied with the appearance. None of the anchors wanted to book him. Uh, and that was, uh, 
That's really what that part comes down to. When you're a paid contributor, your job is to be available when they call you to go on people's shows. So it saves the booking agent time. So they can just say, hey, Dustin's a contributor. Call his ass up. Um, if, If we don't want to book you because we just think your ass is toxic, stupid, or problematic, what are we paying you for? Right. What are we paying you for? So his ass was bitched. But I do want to say this, and this might be an unpopular opinion. Okay. I think CNN is really full of shit here. Here's why. Mm-hmm. Y'all hired Rick Santorum knowing exactly who the fuck he was. Exactly. You okay? wanted him to say dumb shit like That's that. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm low-key. If Rick Santorum needed a defense lawyer today, if I was in the right mood, I might take him up on his case. <laughs> really, Evity? No, it's really. Lit your fire a little bit. It's huh? kind of lit my fire because this is the bullshit. Because when someone like myself, who went on these networks yes. uh, and spoke truth to power, was pragmatic, I'm sorry. I'm not going to give you left wing crazy. I'm not going to give you right wing crazy because I'm not fucking crazy. We're going to be sticking they, to the facts. We're going to be sticking to the facts and the mm-hmm. analysis, and that's it. And they tend to not reward that. Uh, They tend to sideline that. And they do it in favor of people like Rick Santorum because it is sensational. It goes viral. It's that. And then he says a thing, a step too far. And now his ass is fired. Well, what y'all want from him, CNN? Y'all knew his ass was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, So fuck CNN too on this one. You know what I mean? Fuck, mm-hmm. yes, fuck Rick Santorum, obviously, fucking idiot. Shout out to the Native Americans right. for everything that y'all did for our entire nation. Thank you. Um, But also kind of fuck CNN on this one, too, because y'all knew what it was. Y'all were way into it. You guys have given this idiot a platform for four years to amplify at least equally ignorant shit he said on Every show he's been on for four Everyone, fucking years. Every and, single and, one. And this was the step too far all of a sudden. How How is crazy supposed to know its boundary? Mm. How is crazy supposed to know its boundary, Dustin? I felt the same way when Fox let go of uh, Tish Regan on Fox yeah. Business. Mm-hmm. What y'all mad for? Y'all been having, this is the shit you amplify every day. Yeah. COVID's not real. It's a left wing hoax. It's a this, it's a that. Don't wear a mask. I don't even know what the final straw she said was, but whatever it was, it wasn't that different than what she's been saying. And now you want to fire her? Yeah. Shout out, is, shout out is, to Trish. That was right. some bullshit in my opinion. You were just doing what you had been paid and encouraged to do the entire time you were there. So these networks can really kiss my ass, y'all. But pay yeah. attention. If don't you don't be believe picking me, and choosing. Yeah, pay attention. And then don't pick and choose. And now you want to be all self-righteous and right. act like you got some act right. Don't act like you got no act right now. Y'all hired this motherfucker in the first place. You hired 100% him, right, promoted him, yep. amplified him. Be, he be on uh, decision night, ballot yep. night, decision desk. Taking up now. space where he shouldn't be. Taking up space and informing opinion. And informing mm-hmm. somebody's opinion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, Ebony. That's not right. You can't pick and choose when you want to try to have some sort of integrity with your shit. Right. Because if How he had he... that, he wouldn't be there. Right. How is he supposed to know? I, I'm sure his dumb ass was like, what? They mad? For what? <laughs> right. Probably I in thought the green, y'all right? liked it. This, this is my thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Y'all just gave me a bonus. The fuck? Right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know. Shout out to people that's got some consistent act right. How about exactly, that? Exactly, Ebony. All right, listen, y'all, we're going to take another quick break. We're going to come back with a little bit more holding court and stick around because we're going to do uh, 
uh, Ask Auntie E segment, which, you know, uh-huh. that's, always, that's always fun and informative. So stick around. Yes. We got much more holding court in a minute. All right, y'all, welcome back to Holding Core. I have a couple quick updates for you, and then we're going to get to Ask Auntie E. All right, uh, young brother Dante Wright, we all know, was tragically uh, shot and killed uh, unnecessarily, tragically, heartbreakingly, maddeningly uh, by law enforcement, Kim Potter. This was uh, in Minnesota. Not far at all, actually, from where brother George Floyd was killed. Mm. Murdered, actually. Legal term, murdered. Mm-hmm. We just got news recently uh, over the weekend, Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison. Yes, that is the same prosecutor that led the prosecution team for Derek Chauvin, who was able to successfully do a rare thing in the justice system, Dustin Ross. And that is actually convict. Right. Convict a law enforcement officer, a cop for the murder, the killing of a civilian. Very difficult thing to do. Saw it all the way through. Yeah, particularly difficult when the cop is white and the victim is black. Uh, yeah. Particularly difficult. Keith Ellison and his team were successful. Let's pray they're successful again. I want to let y'all know, to me, this is interesting because this case didn't start with Keith Ellison's office, nor did George Floyd's, of course. What happened was the Hennepin County attorney, Mike Freeman, was like, um, nah, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. It's too high profile. I don't believe that my office has the resources and the access to the experts and the testimony. And I just don't think I can do this case justice. He's deferred it. He's basically sourced it out to the past, past the peas. Exactly. Dustin. he passed the peas as he know he should have. When you know you out of your, more people should do that by the way, in life, in life, when you know you are out of your depth, out of your scope, and yeah. ability past the motherfucking peas. I never so heard that phrasing it. before, but I love it. Past the peas. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use it three times today. <laughs> past the peas, bitch. Past you know, like you know, you don't do, do okay. you know. Yeah, oh, past the peas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I have, but I meant, uh, but the way you said it, it was very, very prolific. Like, like, yeah. Remix, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's right. Gave a little yeah. depth, a little layer to it. Okay? It, it, it was, it was giving me Baldwin. That's right. Thank me, you. Thank it was giving you. Girl, Neil Hurston. Oh, I could Lorette. see, I could, I could see uh, Maya Angelou. Honey, pass the peas. That's right. Pass the peas. Pass That's the right. peas. Yeah. In life, you have to pass the peas. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Where is my house coat? Okay. Please. <laughs> oh, shit. <coughs> Back yes. to uh, Keith Ellison. He said <clears throat> this. This is very important. I promise the Wright family, Dante Wright's family, of course, mm-hmm. and all Minnesotans, Yes. So he said this, I promised the Wright family, that's Dante Wright's family, of course, and all Minnesotans that I will handle this prosecution responsibly and consistent with the law and that I will be guided by the values of accountability and transparency. No one, however, should expect this case will be easy to prosecute. History shows that this case, like all cases of officer-involved deaths by deadly force, will be difficult. And in that statement, D, I hear Keith Ellison level setting expectations saying, basically, I pulled a rabbit out of my hat one time. I cannot promise you I can do it again, but I will give it my absolute best professional effort. I mean, that's that's what it is. And that's That's real. real. And y'all, and keep in mind, this one 
it's, it's very different facts. Not to say that Kim Potter's not a murderer or at least guilty of manslaughter, because that's what she's charged of. Uh, she's charged of second degree manslaughter for shooting uh, Brother Dante Wright with what she claimed was a taser. She she claimed she thought it was a taser. Lying ass shock, bitch. Shock and awe. Right. Shock and awe. Oops, it was my gun. Oops, I shot him and killed him. Didn't just shoot him. You shot him and you killed him. Fucking uh, terrible. And, and and never mind, because I'll go I'll go deep. So I'm not even gonna. No, go, go deep. It's just Fuck so insulting. Up. It's just so insulting though when you hear it. And it's it's quite a redundant point at this at this you know stage in this story, but it's just such a slap in the face that this bitch used the shittiest, shoddiest, sorriest excuse she could possibly mm. use. Oh my bad, y'all! I thought it was a taser. My bad, bitch. After this boy lost his life, and that's that's that is how frivolous mm. this this occurrence was for her. That's how. It just was casual. Oh, my bad, y'all. I thought mm-hmm. it was my taser. Mm-hmm. My bad. See, y'all. that's a bitch who should have passed the peas. Thank you. If Thank you, you don't fucking know, if you don't know the difference by Shut just up. weight and texture and feel, and every law enforcement officer I've spoken to, which I've spoken to many because I was like, yeah, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not in law enforcement. Y'all tell right. me. Let every me last one of them, black, white, and Latina, and I asked them of all stripes, Dustin, they said it's no fucking way. They don't even feel the same. That is just so insulting and, and so just inhumane. Like, yeah, it's just that, that, that is crazy. You're in the wrong profession, ma'am. Yeah. Before I let you go, um, I do want to let y'all know, again, we say this at the end of every show, but y'all, Dustin and I, we don't be playing. We read your comments. We read your tweets. We read your DMs. Y'all really inform so much of what we do on this show. Yes, so for thank this, you for it. We love and thank y'all for it. So for this week's Ask Auntie E, and we don't do this every show, but when we get a really good question, we will always make space for Ask Auntie E. Yes. Uh, this is brother Devon Khan. Okay, he tweeted me, Dustin, and he says this. Auntie E, can you explain whether it's legal to drive to a safe location like a gas station if a cop is pulling you over in a secluded area. I thought about this after seeing that video of the military man getting pepper sprayed at the gas station. Mm. Shout out to at DevCon, Brother Devon. We appreciate your question. And just for reference, what he's talking about there, jurors, if you don't recall, on the episode of Holding Court, the 24th episode where we interviewed the great judge Shamika Reinhardt, excuse yes. me to my soul, okay? Yes. Um, we were talking about the Army officer, Karan Nazario. He was stopped in Virginia by police officers. And then this man was wearing his uh, military uniform, too, by right. the way, mm-hmm. in uniform, held his hands out the window. He said, I'm afraid to get out of the car because I don't want to get shot. And the, one of the officers, trifling ass, said, yeah, dude, you should be. What kind of shit is that to say? Mm-hmm. Anyways, it, it, uh, subsequently, he was asked to get out of the car where they then brutally kicked, stomped, and pepper sprayed this brother repeatedly. And all he wanted to know was why he was stopped. Uh, it was very sad. All caught on tape. Uh, he was handcuffed while the police then searched his car without even telling him why he was stopped or what they were looking for. Surprise, surprise, they found nothing. This man is law-abiding. They had to release him without being charged. Uh, it was just heartbreaking to watch, though, this man, this, this clear American patriot who served his country and gave more than most of us could ever imagine giving to this nation be treated 
like a dog on the street. A dog. Actually, they wouldn't treat a dog like that. No, they wouldn't, actually. (laughs) They wouldn't. You're right. They'd be called Peter so damn fast. You're right. Make your head spin. But I want to answer this brother's question because it's a very good one. Yes. Devon, this is what I can tell you. So you're asking, is it legal to drive to a safe location? The answer to that part is yes, it is legal. Basically, what happens is this. When a police officer puts the lights on or otherwise indicates that you're being pulled over, the first thing, particularly if it's nighttime, but even in the daytime, is you want to go ahead and indicate to the officer that you are aware you're being pulled over because you don't Mm -hmm. want them to think or pretend (laughs) that they think you're trying to go on a low speed chase. Okay. And that you are ignoring their command. Officers are real funny like that. They always want to make sure that you are aware they are the authority. So the first thing you want to do is give an indication you are deferring to their authority. So I recommend putting on your flashers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Even in the daytime, but certainly at the nighttime, slowing down to a crawling pace of driving to just let them know I am complying. That's what you're signaling. I am complying right now. Now, if it's nighttime and again, you're looking for something well lit, keep them flashes on, keep your pace low and pull over off ramp side of the road with this well lit rest stop gas station, wherever you feel safest. But don't go too far with that shit because you're asking in your question, uh, Devon, whether or not you can do like a gas station. If a gas station takes more than I would say like a minute, maybe two minutes to get to. You're running a risk there, okay? Yeah. You're now running a risk of them thinking you're trying to evade their command. Which is a death wish. Which today. is a death wish, literally. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't necessarily say that you have the legal right to pull over all the way to a gas station if it's too far away from when you were originally signaled to pull over. But I understand your concern. So you do have a legal right to do to pull over in a place that is lit, Hope that makes, is that making sense, Dustin? It makes perfect sense to me. You're telling him that, that yes, that option is available, but you need to be very cautious and strategic in your application of that. That's it, exactly. If you are going to do that, it needs to be done in a way where where it's clearly communicated to the officer that you are not running, you just try to get somewhere safe. So that's what you're saying. Turn them damn flashers on. Turn them flashers on. Drive slow, homie. Drive slow. Hell yeah. Drive slow, homie. For real. So For that's real. that's what it sounds like. That's to what you. it is. And then listen, if a gas station and you if you see uh, right in front of your face, ah, there is a gas station, and you feel you can safely, slowly, and 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 can you know quickly get there, do that. Right. Most reasonable officers, and we're seeing this less and less of them these days, but most reasonable officers will follow you to that gas station and understand what you were doing. But if you're looking at the damn sign, it's like station three miles away, uh, abort mission. Okay, and take it over to the side of the road where there's a big light and or rest stop and mm-hmm. or, um, you know, just a, a, a place where you feel you can be safe. Because that's about yeah. as much statutory protection as most of these uh, jurisdictions are going to allow you a safe, well lit area. That's what you're legally entitled to. Um, and even the interpretation of that, per your point, Dustin, is subjective. Yeah. Um, and these are things that you can, you know, debate in court but safety first safety for you safety for the officer lighting serves everybody but don't 
misconstrue any part of this as to think this this gives you a legal right to find your favorite 7-Eleven. Okay. Because it definitely does not. It definitely <laughs> does not. Please don't do that. Please, shit. Lord. That's it. That's all I got to say today. Perfect. In my great house advice, coat. Ebony. Great, great house coat talk. <laughs> great. Oh, yeah. We might have to start a new segment. House coat, <laughs> house coat vibes. All right. House coat vibes. Okay. House coat vibes. I love uh, it. I love it. I love you too, D. Listen, thank I you guys. You, thank you, Davon, for your question, bro. I'm, see, see, yeah. you too can be on holding court. All right, y'all, listen, you know, we really love y'all here, but we got to really keep it 100. As always, remember, here on Holding Court, discussions on this podcast, it's just general advice, y'all. It's for entertainment purposes only. Uh, do not consider this your personal legal advice. Please, please, please don't be cheap. Consult a lawyer for your individual circumstances. That is very, very important. Yeah. Subscribe, rate us, uh, let us know what you're feeling about the show. We love y'all. We love your support. We yes, want to keep do. it going. Yeah. Holding Core, as always, comes to you from Uppity Productions. It's an association with Dossie Media, as always, presented by the Black Effect Network on iHeartRadio. Audio provided by One of One, Fela, Dennis, Joy. Yes. We love y'all. Please check them out, One of One Productions.com. And, and keep us uh, in your prayers, y'all. Dustin and I, we love y'all, but we're people too. Uh, we have good days. We have bad days. And just keep us lifted in prayer. Get your vaccine. Uh, please uh, follow the CDC guidelines. Except please. for you inside. I, 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 I personally, I do recommend you keep your mask on. I don't give a fuck what the CDC says. Mm-hmm. And as always, read your terms. And what, Dustin? And your conditions, y'all. Amen. Amen.